Welcome to the Adopted Brothers Podcast. In this week's episode, we're talking about interracial adoption. Now here's your hosts, Gerald Beard and Craig Greeno. How you guys doing? This is Gerald. And this is Craig. Alright guys, I'm just going to read this passage today coming from Luke 15. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when, he fi- when it is found, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and have straight away. And I just really want to share that passage. It really paints a picture for me on what we're talking about today. And we're talking about interracial adoption today. This topic was brought up to us by a listener. It's a very controversial topic. We will discuss Gerald's experiences and his opinion of what parents can do to better prepare their children for the encounters they may experience in this fallen world. All right, guys. So, yeah, I'm just going to do my best just to, you know, give my experiences. So here I go. I was blessed to be adopted by my family, as I said in past episodes. Um, I am African-American. I was adopted in a Caucasian family. There was challenges as well as advantages in in the growth process. From my own experience, I think it was awesome to be adopted by another race, but for the parents adopting, it is already extremely hard, and with adding race slash culture, it definitely adds more responsibility for the parent, and I just really want to emphasize that in the sense of, I feel like, you know, it's the duty of the parent. They're going to have to go out of their way to be able to show race or culture if, you know, it's not the same culture as yourself, and I really feel like that's important just because it really you know, shows a, a different kind of love to the child and as well as um, gives him the opportunity to experience things that he might not experience, maybe not to, you know, farther way down the road or with other people, but it's a huge thing that should be experienced with your family, so. It kind of takes that love to a whole nother level. Yes, it really does. It really does. And we all know that, but I just say it from my own experiences because taking the time to show a culture that has nothing to do with you or has no connection with you is just a really important thing. And for myself, I say that because my mom did that. She, like I said, would go out of her way to do things uh, to show that I was different, but that it was okay. Things that she would do um, to show me that I, you know, I was different, or do things just to kind of sh- show me different culture, different things um, that I have examples of is music, church, food history you know those are just some small things it it really did help me out um along the ways as well as like ways to do my hair how to dress you know there's just certain things you do you know in in other cultures that are kind of different and not that that's you know something that has to be done it's just something that i feel like i said uh before just giving the opportunity to experience those things so i just think that was you know a really awesome experiences and and it really gave me fond memories with my mom for her doing that and stuff that now I'm 35 and I still hold them very closely. Living in another race gave me huge advantages on racism because they showed me so much love and gave me so much joy in my biological family. I never had that instance of feeling different when I was with my family in the sense when it was just us. But I definitely saw the other side of the spectrum where people can judge you for no reason. It's crazy when you're with your family. When I was with my adopted family, someone might think you might be another person, you know, that you're not with the crowd. And, you know, it sounds small. It doesn't really sound big. But for myself, it was big. Just for the looks you get, be around other people as well as kind of asking if you're with them or, you know, just giving you those weird stares, stuff like that. For myself, just of giving um, tips to parents, you know, in those situations or whatever, it's just stay aware Stay aware of like your surroundings 
and then as I'll talk about it, um, prepare your kid and prepare him for maybe situations that w might come up. That doesn't mean they will come up, but it's just it, they might. So it's always good just to have scenarios and things you guys can talk about if things do arise. In my family, you know, they really did help me out in, in the best they could, but I wish we would have talked to more about experiences and just gave me more tools to use in those situations. So what was your experience with racism and prejudice in your community growing up? Did you see any of it? Did you not see any of it? Um, yeah, I didn't really see too much racism in my community growing up. Everyone was very kind to me. Um, I had a lot of friends of different race, you know, best friends. I'd spend the night at their house, stuff like that. So, um, no. Uh, but the one thing I did feel different in my community was just, I feel like I was the only African American. Just in my community, the gas stations we went to, the grocery stores we went to, maybe banks, churches, stuff like that. I just didn't really see a lot of African Americans. And so, um, it just made me feel different, and that's not a bad thing. But when you're a kid, I feel like a lot of the time you're looking for similarities, you're looking for things you can connect to. And when you don't have that, it makes it a challenge. And it just made me kind of reach out to things that I probably shouldn't have reached out to. Yeah. So. I know you've talked about being bullied before because your family was white and you're black. How can parents help their children be prepared for possible bullying they may experience? I just say talk to your children. Talk to your children. And I say that just with emphasis because it's huge. If it's not said, it's not in the air. And so saying things to your children and just bringing th things up even when it's tough is huge, 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 huge. And like I said, giving scenarios or things that might happen and then situations on how to get out of the situ or get out of the scenario and as well as like good alternatives to walk away, just just how to stay safe. Because I know in, in those situations when that fight or flight kind of kicks in. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, and, and when you are in those situations, it's, it's extremely tough. And when you're a kid and those things come up, I mean, immediately you know your emotions just go straight through the wall and it's it's hard to navigate through your emotions at that time because it's just so much but if you talk about it and give people scenarios and alternatives it really is, is going to give the kid a, a better opportunity to get out of that situation instead of having that tunnel vision yes it gives you that wider vision so you can be prepared yes and i just like i said once again family was awesome um, but I just wish we would have talked more, talked more about those things, and then for myself, had a little more tools in this scenario just to be able to navigate my way uh, through. So I just, like I said, I just feel like that's a big thing with, with, with the main thing in that scenario is talking with your kids and giving them ways to uh, navigate through those situations so that they're not by themselves and having no clue what to do when that stuff does arise. And like I said, I've given my pain to God. But it's hard on days for sure because you see friends or families that look alike and you wonder how that must feel to be like someone else, especially like a dad or brother, someone you really look up to, someone that just it's different with the brother and dad and just stuff like that because this hits a little bit different. And I'm blessed, but that definitely was a struggle, no doubt. And like I said before, my mom did her best. She took me, you know, to get my hair cut. She took me to the Martin Luther King Parade. She did certain things with me to show me my culture as well as, like I said, to show me I was different, but in a good way. It's still hard to talk about being black in a society that really does put people in categories. In my family, just in, you know, scenarios of things that happen, I really kind of hit hard of these last two, three years, just of things of just being different. When society and the media just hounds you and does all that stuff it really just kind of puts a burden on yourself and then 
for myself being adopted into another race, it's extremely hard and it, it puts another challenge on yourself just to navigate through those things. So once again, for yourself, it's talking with your kids, even at 35, at whatever age, talking with your kid about scenarios and giving them the option to talk and giving them the the option to give how they feel in the scenario of how they're not the same as you they're different so the way they might feel and the way it comes across towards them might be different so you got to give them the benefit of the doubt everybody's not right and you know everybody's gonna you know maybe put their own opinion on it and stuff like that but still you have to give them that benefit of the doubt and i promise through those type of things you'll see growth and as well as those things will be so tough to talk about um as you talk about them more and once again we didn't really talk about race and stuff like that when I was growing up and now I'm 35 and like I said I still have a hard time talking about that stuff talking and letting people talk to letting people have a voice is huge so listening listening yes yes exactly parents become a good listener exactly like I said they try to divide but I give all my stuff to God and I try to put forth effort to change and that comes with anything, changing how I treat people, changing how I feel about people, and letting God lead the way, giving me my heart and soul, and letting him work with that. And being in the forefront, knowing that there is challenges and advantages through the process, but God will use either or to strengthen you and to get you to that next step. So, I mean, the key advantages I have in this is, like I said, is talking with your children um, if that's about anything, if that's about, you know, things that could happen, how certain situations make someone feel, how people talk or, you know, this or that. And then as well as taking the time to show your adoptee culture things that, that, that might make them different, but not in a bad way, in a good way. And that's something just to, so they have that experience. Because like I said, the experience is huge when you're a kid and just knowing that you know that your parent took the time to do something like I said that had nothing to do with them it just really makes a big impact on the kid maybe not that second but 10 years 15 years down the road I promise those things start to take light did you ever feel that any of your parents friends or extended family were unaccepting of you um no I do not my mom had really good friends uh, they were definitely all accept, accepted to me and then as well as my you know my family my cousins and my aunt and uncles were always so nice to me and you know treated me just like I was one of theirs. Do have a, a family friend though that that I did look up to. You know that was a really good guy. He actually did pass away, but um, his name is Rosie. Definitely just a, a guy I looked up to. He was African American. It doesn't matter in the scenario, but um, he was just a good guy. Definitely just you know gave me scenarios once again of the other spectrum of how if you are African American how to treat people because I know every you know race is different and you know we are the same race I guess we're just different cultures but just people act differently and things you know everybody's just different and so it's just nice to see uh, perspectives from other people and so I really saw that as a young age that he was you know was extremely nice to everybody and was a hard worker and you know did what he had to do to survive and I really saw that and, and took hold of that. Did you have any mentors besides Rosie? from your own culture that you could learn from? I mean, I mean, people I looked up to, I've always definitely looked up to you, Craig, since I can remember. Thank You've always you. been a big influence in my life, um, just of how you you know handle yourself and do things, and just how the a man that I've seen you grown into, and just because I've known you for 
feel like my whole life. Well, it's been pretty much <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> but as well, um, I looked up to, in, in sports, because I've talked in past episodes, I'm really big on sports and just that brotherhood and stuff like that. But Emmett Smith was a big influence in my life that I looked up to in the sense of just having that, that hard life and obstacles in his life. But he didn't let that slow him down. He didn't let that hold him down. He used it for his advantage and things I'm still working on today but I those are things that I saw at a young age like man like you know look at him and he still made it and so those are still things I work on and still things that I still hold dearly in my heart when I'm having a hard day I'm like bro like people have had hard lives too and you just got to keep chugging on that's one of the guys I looked up to and then you know just for history and stuff like that I, I definitely looked up to Martin Luther King just for equality period just for everybody should be treated the same it doesn't matter who you are or what you are or what you bring or what you don't bring you should be given an opportunity to to be worth you know to be worth something and I really just always as a young kid even today take that to heart that it doesn't matter what color you are um, that you should be treated treated with respect for who you are and what you bring you know if don't show respect and you you know this or that then that's on you but let them not be judged for what they don't have or what they look like so yeah that's good jerry what are some of the things that your family did well to make you feel like being different was okay and even a good thing i know you talked about getting your hair cut and going to martin luther king what were some other things um some other things was when i was first adopted my mom did uh take the time and effort to send me out to go see other family members that were part of my family were african-american but that was a huge risk for my mom as well as a huge thing for my mom because i was her son and you know her having to send me to someone else that talking over the phone but you don't know i mean they might not send me back and i mean there's a lot of scenarios that could go down so once again, my mom had to, you know, put her trust in God and was willing. To, it wasn't for herself. It was for me, for benefit for me to, you know, to be able to bond with my other, you know, biological family and be able to, you know, have that other family as well. And once again, to have that connection with somebody of looking the same and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was a huge thing she did for me. Um, that she didn't have to do. I mean, yeah, like the haircut thing and her letting me just, I guess, find my way if that was anything of, you know, playing sports or hanging out with Rosie or, or just doing things that not per se made me different, but it just made me like, you know, that you are, it's okay to be different and there is other people like you and, you know, and she went out of her way to let me know that, that it was okay. So yeah, it was huge for me that she just went out of her comfort zone to make me feel comfortable. <laughs> so she went out of her comfort zone into your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah to help you yeah that's amazing yeah and that's just pure love and that's uh that's like i said those are just huge things um if you're an adopting parent that you know you take in consideration just know that huge might not seem huge at the time you know the haircut taking me to martin luther king parade uh, taking me to different churches stuff like that but it, it uh it really resonated for myself and um i take it you know i take it to heart and like i said throughout life you know when things get hard and things you don't feel so connected with people a lot of those times make me feel connected with those memories yeah those memories kick back in yeah. and really speak to your heart yes um yeah so that's really all i got guys i really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to me uh, if you guys have any questions or concerns please let us know um, and i'm just gonna pray us out i just want to thank you jesus for uh, everything you do for me and craig I want to thank you for the time you've given us to speak on this topic. I just ask you, Lord, for it to reach the heart um, and the minds and the souls that you desire. And we just want to really thank you for putting me and Craig in this position to be able to do this. Uh, we thank you for everything you do for us on a daily. 
and we just put all the glory and everything in your hands and in your name we pray amen, amen. jerry i just want to thank you for having the courage and the strength to do this episode i know it was a lot yeah no problem <laughs> i'm very proud of you thank you as much as we wish people were colorblind and there was no racism in this world the truth is we live in a fallen world and people are really thoughtless and even purposefully hateful towards others until jesus returns we will not have the peaceful world we desire but that doesn't mean we can't educate ourselves about the experiences of others and do our best to love all who cross our paths and be at peace with them as far as it depends on us yes so just really want to thank you guys and you guys have a good day thanks guys if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at the Adopted Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, please rate, share, and subscribe.